Here we go again. It's time for Mile High Magazine. Good to see you guys this morning. I am Murphy Houston. Hope you're having yourself a mighty fine weekend as we've got some great guests stopping by during the next hour on Mile High Magazine, including my good friend for the Salvation Army, Major Mike Dickinson. Major Mike, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you today? Well, I'm glad to have you on our show today. And uh, I know we're kind of wrapping up National Salvation Army Week as of today, the 15th of May. And uh, talk about that a little bit. What was that all about? And is there anything still going on after the 15th? Yeah, I'm happy to. And thanks for the opportunity, Murphy. Uh, National Salvation Army Week is just an opportunity for us once a year uh, to really celebrate the work of Salvation Army officers and volunteers uh, who really help uh, serve people in our communities. It began uh, in 1954 uh, when Congress approved a joint resolution from President Eisenhower to proclaim the National Salvation Army Week to really highlight the work of the Salvation Army. And so we're just so grateful to once again, at the end of this Salvation Army Week in 2022, uh, to have the opportunity to tell your visitor, your um, listeners a little bit more about the Salvation Army. Well, you guys have done a great deed. Uh, let's back up, Mike. I always like talking about the history of the Salvation Army, because I don't think people realize how long you guys have been around doing wonderful things for people around the world. That's correct. Uh, We're in 132 countries around the world. The Salvation Army began in 1865 in London, England. So if you think about that Victorian era uh, of our history, and uh, our founders, William and Catherine Booth, uh, were people that believed that uh, they needed to help people in need as they proclaimed the gospel. And so William Booth was a Methodist minister, and and he just wasn't thrilled with how kind of mainline Christianity, how religion was taking place back in the 1800s. And so uh, he took the message of the gospel to the streets. And, and he had a very simple thing uh, that he would tell his uh, people about. He talked about soup, soap, and salvation. I never heard and, that before. That's, yeah, and, and, that's and cool. His, yeah, his point was this. It was very simple. He just said, look, it's hard to say to somebody God loves you. Uh, and desires a relationship with you if they're hungry. So the first thing we need to do is give people a bowl of soup, uh, feed them a little bit. And, and then he said it's, it's hard to tell somebody God loves them if they're, if they're dirty, if they've been living on the streets, if there's maybe no self-dignity. So let's clean them up, so soap. And then he said, once we've fed the body and we've given some dignity back to the individual as a person, as a person created in the image of God, then we can say to them, God loves you, I love you, and I want to help you better your life. So soup, soap, salvation, that's a, 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 a something that's really a part of the DNA of the Salvation Army. Well, and you know what? Now that you put it that way, and I've never really heard it mentioned that way, you, that's what you're still doing. That's exactly right. That's exactly what we're still doing. You know, um, this, this last year, the Salvation Army had more than 3 million volunteers across the nation. Wow. And, and so when you think about the opportunity that um, every year in America, we will serve approximately 25 million Americans with some kind of material assistance, uh, whether it's helping with rent assistance or an emergency food box or a hot meal or a shelter. Maybe it's an after-school program or a, an opportunity for an a underprivileged child to spend a week at a summer camp. Uh, more than 25 million Americans, but that happens because of the Army behind the Army, which is those 3 million volunteers. We're just so grateful. 
Well, in your area, Major Mike Dickinson here, by the way, Salvation Army, it's not just the metro Denver area. You cover a lot of states around this area, correct? That's that's correct. Uh, We're part of the Intermountain Division of the Salvation Army, and so we cover uh, Colorado, Wyoming, eastern Montana, and then all of the state of Utah. So uh, it's it's the most beautiful part of the Salvation Army world, in my opinion, that we get to drive these intermountain states and and support the work done in the, in those four states. And um, I will tell you that the local Salvation Army is strong, is vibrant, it is engaged in each of those communities, um, and we've been serving in Denver since 1887. And so even our history here uh, is deep and it's rich. Uh, The breadth and depth of the Salvation Army in each community uh, is just so marvelous. 1887, that's back during the mining days. We go back quite a way. We're, 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 you know, been in existence uh, longer than some of our municipalities in which we now work. And so it's quite an interesting thing when we think about the work of the Salvation Army. And I'm just curious when I hear about the areas you cover, that's a lot of rural areas. I mean, there's big cities, obviously, like Denver, but that's a lot of rural. How do you cover all that? Is that the many volunteers you talk about? It is. Uh, the Salvation Army has a, a physical presence um, in the in the four states, what we call a core community center. And, and uh, we have 20 of those in the four states. And a core community center in the Salvation Army is, is both a, a center of worship, and so it's a place where we would have a church with an ordained minister, but it's also the place, a physical building, where we would have a uh, a food pantry and do some basic social services for people that find themselves in need. And and those are in the larger areas in those, in the four States. And then in addition to that, we have what we call a service extension center where we have a full-time employee, a member of our team who really um, operates in that community as the expression of the Salvation Army, Uh, again, doing those basic social services for people that find themselves in need. In addition to, and we have 13 of those wow. in, the, in the four states. And then in addition to that, we have about another 85 volunteer-run units. And so those are really in those smaller, very rural communities where people can go, and it's, it's often found in a, a church of another denomination. They volunteer to be an expression of the Salvation Army, and so uh, we give them a, a voucher book where they can help families with food or clothing or, or utility assistance. Um, and so when you think about that scope of service, there's about 150 different expressions of Salvation Army service uh, amongst those four states. And, and it's just an amazing thing when you think about other, other churches that help the Salvation Army. Sure. Sometimes it's a hospital or it's a, a school nurse or a school counselor or somebody from the police department or fire department. All of these different volunteers that come together uh, to serve people in need. And, and isn't it amazing? And aren't we, aren't we privileged people oh. to live in a community where people um, say, you know, I'm not a part of the Salvation Army, but I want to be a part of the Salvation Army. And uh, how grateful are we? Well, you are very grateful. And, and uh, Major Mike, let's hone it in a little bit. Let's bring it back to the Denver metro area where a lot of our listeners are right now this morning. Let's talk about what you're doing here, some of the Denver metro core locations. you got a lot of great social services going on, like the Lambeth Family Center, Crossroads Men's Shelter, Housing Now. What's the other one that comes to mind? Harbor Light. Talk about some of those. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I'll just kind of go through them. So we do have five core community centers in the Denver metro area. 
from Centennial to Broomfield uh, to Aurora and kind of throughout the Denver metro region where where folks can go if they're in need uh, of help or assistance. In addition to that, we have some large social service programs you've mentioned. So the Lambeth Family Center, that is our, our homeless shelter for families. It's, it's 20 apartments, and it's a 90-day program. And so we take families uh, right from the streets, or they've been living in a car, or maybe they've been couch surfing. They're able to come into the Lambeth program of the Salvation Army and have their own apartment. And in 90 days, we help families go from homelessness to permanent, stable housing. It's really, it's really a remarkable program. We help families really on their exit strategy while we're doing their intake. And so just to give you an understanding, uh, in 2019, uh, you know, the pre-COVID days, because we're still working our way out of COVID, but during those pre-COVID days, 96% of the families that entered into Lambeth exited into permanent stable housing within 90 days. 96% success rate. Isn't that great? That's a miracle. It is. really is. We, we have a, a number of great um, case managers and folks that are helping. We uh, work with a lot of landlords that help families get back on their feet. And um, we're currently looking to expand our Lambeth Family Center, going from 20 apartments to adding an additional 85. Oh, my. And, and we really think that's going to really, in effect, end homelessness for families in the Denver metro region. Uh, super excited about that. Uh, you mentioned the Crossroads Center. Right. That's our that's our uh, homeless shelter for men. We have about 300 men that uh, stay at the Crossroads Center on on any given night. And that homeless shelter, one of the things we've done during COVID is we took that shelter to a 24/7 facility where we have three meals a day, and we now have 11 case managers working at Crossroads Men's Shelter. In the last uh, year, uh, we've helped over 150 men move from homelessness into permanent or stable housing. Um, Some of them have have entered into a rehab facility. We've helped some with uh, benefits that they had as veterans. Some have uh, received mental health assistance. Some have been reunited with their families. But Crossroads is no longer simply a shelter, a a place for a man to take uh, a respite. Now we're helping men actually transform their lives, get employment, and move into permanent stable housing. It's it's a really a, a, quite a quite a thing. Yes, it is. Amen to that. Uh, and then we have our Harbor Light Center. You mentioned um, Harbor Light is a hundred and twenty eight bed facility for men uh, in in the Denver metro region, and it's for uh, relapse prevention and drug and alcohol recovery. And so taking those men, often they've already gone through a rehabilitation program, but you know, sometimes life gets in the way. And, and staying sober is a difficult daily choice that many, many people struggle with. And so Harbor Light exists to take those men that have gone through rehab, uh, that maybe find themselves in a precarious position, and we're able to take them back into a program for, 60, uh, for six months and really help them solidify their sobriety, help them with job training, help them uh, get on, back on their feet, get into permanent stable housing. It's, a, it's a remar- another really remarkable program of the Salvation Army Denver Metro. Oh, you do. And what about veterans? Do you do a lot for the veterans as well? We absolutely do. And in, in fact, at Harbor Light, we have 28 of the beds are, are 
set aside uh, strictly for veterans. And so we want to make sure that if there's a veteran in need of, of either uh, recovery programs or relapse prevention programs, they have a bed at the Salvation Army Harbor Light. Uh, but all of our facilities are very veteran-centric. So whether it's a homeless family at Lambeth, a homeless man at uh, the, the men's shelter, Crossroads Men's Shelter, or at Harbor Light, uh, or any of our facilities, we absolutely make sure that uh, veterans are giving a priority and made sure that we can serve them. Because look what they've done for us, Murphy. Absolutely. Right? And so we're, we're so grateful for them, and we want to always make sure that we take care of our veterans. And you do a lot of work for just women, too. We do. Um, it, it is, um, you know, really the Salvation Army is about serving the whole person. And right. so uh, boy or girl, man or woman, you know, a smallest child to the most elderly and frail amongst us. The DNA of the Salvation Army is to serve people uh, who come to us in need. And so our mission statement uh, goes back to that. Uh, the Salvation Army is an international movement, and our message is based on the Bible. Our ministry is motivated by the love of God, and our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and meet human needs in his name without discrimination. That's great. So it doesn't matter who you are. If you have a need and the Salvation Army can fulfill that need, uh, then we're absolutely going to do that. And let's how we're going to wrap it up here, Major Mike. Somebody sitting out there that hears this, I need that kind of help. Or on the other side, if somebody says, I'd like to help, where do they go? How do they get involved? Well, they could help us really wrap up the the end of National Salvation Army Week today. Uh, the the easiest way would be to go to I am Salvation Army. Dot org. Uh, so I am Inner Mountain is what it stands for. I am Salvation Army dot org. They can find out about all of our programs throughout the Inner Mountain Division. They could, there's a donate now button so they could donate to the Salvation Army and they could make sure that we're here for this next year helping people in need. And what is your biggest need now? Well, our biggest need really is, uh, well, it's multifaceted. And so really it would be those financial contributions. Uh, because our programs are so varied, if somebody has a specific need, they want to help with recovery programs, they want to help with sheltering programs, they want to help with sending a child to camp, uh, we really are, are very um, specific that we want to make sure that we do donor intent. And so if a donor has something they're passionate about, they can make that donation to the Salvation Army. Uh, they can funnel it to that specific program. And so that IamSalvationArmy.org is a great way for them to donate and to help their neighbors in need, uh, to show that really the Salvation Army is active 365 days a year. It's not just to that Christmas time. Uh, but as we go into the summer season, you know, we're worried, as everyone is, about wildfires and potential tragedies that we're going to have this summer. And so uh, making sure the Salvation Army is able and ready, uh, we really appreciate that support. Nice way to end it. Major Mike Dickinson runs the Salvation Army right here in the Metro Denver area. I am SalvationArmy.org. Major Mike, thanks for sharing some time with us. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, my friend. Have a great day. You as well. And you too. Hang on now. We'll be back more. It's Mile High Magazine.